Hi everyone, I'm Allison Furno. And I'm Krista Fabric. And you're listening to It's a Beautiful Influence. 10 Strategies to Outsmart Instagram's Algorithm. The algorithm's been changing a lot, hasn't Has it? Has Instagram lost its mind or what? That's what I we've been saying. Say, yes, we're like, what is going on? <laughs> it can't make up its mind. Like our story views are going up and then they're down and then our posts are down and mm-hmm. then, then they're back up. And and how do you tell exactly what you should be doing or how you should be posting because it seems like it's very inconsistent, right? Right. And so uh, today we're going to talk a lot about Instagram's algorithm and just to kind of make it clear to you guys, um, the algorithm is basically what dictates the order of the posts that you know we see when we're scrolling through our feed, um, and it's based on um, different signals, prioritizing, and you know Instagram prioritizes posts based on things that they like and don't like, right? right. So that's why we're always so obsessed with figuring out the algorithm because we're like, well, how do we get to the top of the feed? Um, and so you can also get kind of you know put down lower based on if you do things that the algorithm does not like, right? And let's be clear here. We're not trying to like hack, teach you hacks to like cheat the system and whatever. We're trying to teach you. We want to help you make the most out of the time you're investing into creating content and engaging with your audience on Instagram. And so that's why you'll, you'll hear as we go through these different strategies, they are, they all relate to creating quality content and like being present on the platform. Yes. So this is not an episode about how to cheat your way to becoming, you know, a big influencer on Instagram. <laughs> yes. Um, but kind of like you were saying, it definitely focuses on quality and it's important to know that Instagram is really going towards authenticity. Yeah. And so they're finding ways to actually measure authenticity. And like you said, just being on the platform organically and, and engaging with people because they want it to be a site where you know, you are actually building connections and relationships and you are actually commenting and talking to each other. And, um, and so since they're going towards that, it makes it a lot easier for us to, you know, put those, those signals out there. Like, here's the kind of quality that you need to have. Yep. And you know, one of the biggest determinants in what posts show up in your feed or what posts show up first in somebody else's feed that follows you is how much interaction there is between those two people. So if you like every single picture from Allison, like I do. <laughs> She's gonna when she posts something, it's the first thing that comes up in my feed when I <laughs> and we DM all the time, right? Yeah. We have a high level of interaction with each other, and so our posts show up for each other pretty quickly. And, and in you know the stories and same thing. Um, but if there's somebody, if there's some brand you follow and you've never liked one of their posts, eventually Instagram is gonna stop showing you their posts in, until it's way down at the very end of you right. scrolling. Because you've not, haven't you've told Instagram that you don't care about their content, right? So that that's all these strategies kind of work towards how can you be more present on the platform? How can you get more quality content? And how can you engage more and build a community more on Instagram? Yes, absolutely. So step number one is step up your photo quality. Yes. No. Uh, no shadow. Blurry bathroom pictures. Oh my! Just your bathroom and toilet in the background in general. Yeah, that should never be posted on your feed. Please no. Yes. <laughs> like maybe a bathroom selfie on your story before you're getting ready or something. But yes. like, don't post on your feed at like a. Yeah. Yeah. No. And especially when the mirror is dirty. Oh, that drives me crazy. But yeah, you know, Instagram the feed is supposed to be about high quality images. They should be engaging or beautiful, attention grabbing, you know, 
whatever yes. like a great big smile or a bold color or yes something that is you know that has high quality and you know we're not saying that you have to post perfect pictures but we are saying that it's got to be a high quality photo yeah. something like, that's clear decent lighting not fuzzy yes not fuzzy not half of your face is gone yeah. you know um so photo quality is really important that determines whether or not people you know a lot of times people don't seem like they're actually real when they post really blurry really you right. know like foggy pictures you're like who's this yeah. like oh <laughs> um the next one is to craft more compelling captions and i really i shouldn't be the one talking about this i have a caption queen sitting oh right next to goodness. me <laughs> i love writing me a fun caption um and and so yeah i mean captions are really about you know i always tell people to look at the picture and think about either what you were doing what you were thinking at the time or just a new thought or idea that you can construct around it you know right. what i mean um, it could be based on your face expression. It could be based on, um, you know, what you're going through this afternoon that you kind of, you know, want to say, this is the perspective that I should have, or this is what, you know, you can do to, to get past these problems. And really creating captions is about providing value, right? Right. Telling a story, educating, inspiring, any of those things. But your caption is a chance, even if it's one sentence make sure that one sentence actually means something and, and catches yes. attention. Yes, right? because what a lot of people do is just put like quotes all the time. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, you know, that's cool, but that doesn't relate me to you or help me understand you at all. Right. So sometimes writing something that's meaningful to you is fantastic. At the same time, you've got to be able to add that, that personal touch, meaning, you know, here's where I was when I was in Mexico and this is what we did and this is how I felt about it. Something that relates to what you're doing or, you know, what you're thinking because social media is about people feeling like they're updated on your life. Right. You know? Right. And so if you're just going on there, not sharing any of that, people are going to, you know, yeah. If you just post a picture and, and if you're using personal, you know, Instagram just for personal use for fun, who cares? Po do whatever caches you want. Right. But if you're trying to build a personal brand and grow your audience and grow your engagement, captions are one of the key ways to yes. really really do that so yes and everybody kind of has a different preference as far as what they want to consume so it could be you know you could be in your cubicle at work scrolling through reading captions is where other people are you know clicking on videos and listening to those which we'll get to in a little bit but yep. um but yeah it's important that you that you communicate in in different forms on social media so uh number three here is harness the power of your hashtags so do we want to explain just like a briefly like what hashtags actually do? Yes, sure. So hashtags are how you can get discovered by people who don't follow you. Mm -hmm. um, and so whether this is in your stories or in your posts, you should be using hashtags in both places. Mm -hmm. And you should be using... Um, well, yeah, we could go into a whole strategy about <laughs> hashtag. I won't do that. But you should be using them in your posts and your stories. And so what happens in stories is if you post, you want to post a really broad hashtag, let's say you're at a coffee shop, put coffee, right? right? And so there is an Instagram story available to the general public in the discover section on coffee, right? Or somebody right. follows the hashtag coffee, it's going to show up in their stories. And so then people will watch it and they might discover you that way. Or if you have a post and somebody follows the hashtag coffee or they go and search out the hashtag coffee, mm -hmm. then your posts might show up in the, the recent or in the top, you know, depending on how much engagement you have. But hashtags are an amazing way to get way more exposure from yes. your content than for people who are just following you. Yes, and I always think of hashtags as spider webs, right? Like, I mean, it kind of looks yes. like one if you look at it. Yep. And it always, you know, it's like just that that scaling out of what sections you want to be known for. And, 
and definitely at this point since instagram is focusing on uh, authenticity one of the worst things you can do is post a bunch of general hashtags yeah, right right so putting like you know summer and love and fun and all of these things you know that that might kind of encompass it but i i've noticed that instagram is definitely if they see that that it's not connecting with your post and just posting a bunch of hashtags to get follows and likes and whatever um they will dock you for that yep. you know they you you're supposed to be doing things authentically so uh, when you have something, try to be specific, like, you know, hashtag Phoenix, Arizona summer or, right. you know, um, something like that, you yeah. know, that Allison was just showing me today how one of her posts had, what was it like about a third of the reach or impressions was, was from, from hashtags. hashtags. Yeah. Yes. So about oh, more than 30% of the number of impressions she got on one post was from using the right hashtags. Yes. So that is the power of hashtags for you right there. Absolutely. <laughs> And so the next one that um, we're going to go over here, number four, is going live more often. Yeah. I would just read that as go live more often, go which is true. <laughs> the more you live, the more you have content you have to share. To so, go you know? live. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's true. And, and that's actually a really good point to go off of because, you know, I, I've been uh, talking to some people I know about content recently and, and they're, uh, they're asking me, oh, well, you know, how do you get all this content and going to places? I'm like, well, I just have to go places. You know, yeah. I have to actually go do things. <laughs> And, you know, people will be like, oh, well, I don't go anywhere. I'm like, well, then go, go somewhere. somewhere. Go somewhere. You got it. Yeah, this is because social media is meant to be social. Right. So it's actually getting you outside of your comfort zone. And I think it's actually really great for people that want to build their personal brand. You have to be intentional about, you know, trying new places and going out and, and building that community. So, yeah, and that um, was a sidebar. So, yeah, side note, but side a, note. A good side note. <laughs> yeah. So going live more often can be when you're out doing things, right? Yep. Um, I know a lot of people who've gotten, you know, or gone viral from going live and doing something crazy or random in a restaurant. Yep. Um, and going live is kind of more of that improv idea that you're just, okay, here's, it's completely raw. There's no editing. We're just here yeah. talking. It's so authentic that way. Like you're sharing a moment right now. Like I'm here doing this or I have this news to share or yes. whatever. And by going live more often, A, if you don't know, if you're on the Instagram app, if somebody you're flying goes live, you get a notification, right? right. So that's going to notify your audience, whoever's in the app right now, that you're live. So you might get their attention right then. Yes. Which is good. Yes, which is fantastic. And then Instagram always puts the lives, kind of prioritizes them in the stories feed. Yes. And um, you're just, you know, every time you're doing live or story or IGTV, all these other things, it's just one more opportunity for people that follow you or people that come across your content mm -hmm. to go click on your profile and check you out too. Right. So there's just all kinds of reasons. It's fantastic. Yep. Yes. So using all of the things all for of Instagram, the things, very yes. important. Um, keep publishing consistent stories. I feel like I've been preaching this for like two years now yes. and people still don't like want to do it or say it's too hard or they believe me. They don't believe me that it works or helps. But <laughs> it's, oh my gosh. It's so huge. And, and something that's so easy is create a habit with something that you do yep. every morning, every night, whatever yep. it is. Whether it's pouring your cup of coffee or, you know, saying your morning thoughts, pick a time that you think people might be interested in or just something that you like yep. and post about it every day. Yeah. And then once you get in that habit, then it'll be much easier to do other things where you might actually get on there and provide value or provide inspiration or, you know, things like that. But you got to get in the habit of doing it because yes. once again, more and more people are watching stories. Instagram is pushing people to stories. And that's showing up at the top of the feed, right? And, you know, and so people 
will see people are much more likely to see your story than they are to see your posts. Yeah. Honestly. It's um, true. And so, and then not also you might, you probably don't post to the feed every single day stories. You could post every single day, multiple times a day. Mm-hmm. So that's a chance to connect with your audience all the time and, and keep you in their mind. Yes. Um, and you know, the, the consistent stories thing is really something that it becomes easier as you do it. And the, the behind the scenes of what really happens is it's very simple. You put up your phone when you're with somebody and you start talking. People, yeah. people think like, oh, it's this big plant thing. I don't know how you do that. It's like you just go, hey, what's happening right now? And you just start talking. Yeah. And as you get comfortable talking, then you'll be able to have those more, you know, engaging conversations. Exactly. Exactly. And so the next one here is number six, running a contest or a giveaway. Oh boy. Please yes. help us out audience with this one. We have wanted to do this for creating you yes. for a long time. We just can't decide what would be a good thing for us to give away that kind of goes with our brand and what yes. our audience wants. Yeah. What do you want? We'll so, give you something. <laughs> shoot us a DM and we're going to put up a contest. But Allison, you've done a lot of contests and you've, you've had a lot of success with them, right? Yes. Not so, a lot, but you've done a couple. So yeah, the, um, you know, there's a few different ways to do contests and giveaways. Usually you partner with other companies and, you know, get their name out there as well as provide something to your audience. And people love a good contest, a good giveaway. And I think one of the biggest keys is making it simple, not making it too complicated. Um, I've seen a lot of contests where people say, follow these 17 people (laughs) and, you know, like three of my posts and then comment and tell me your deep life issue. And it's like, whoa. Yeah. So (laughs) (laughs) you want to get some engagement, but you don't want to make them jump through 18 hoops. (laughs) Right. And so keeping it simple um, and, and having a purpose for it, you know, that's just getting you and getting the brands you're working with exposure. Um, and you know, like I said, everybody wants to, wants to win something. So, um, you'll get a lot of, a lot of engagement with that just based on people liking to take that dare, you know? Yeah. And if you want to learn more about contests and giveaways, that's a whole nother topic, which we'll probably cover at some point soon. Mm -hmm. Um, and if you're looking to do one ASAP, just uh, reach out to us and we'd be happy to kind of point you in the right direction. (laughs) Yes, for sure. Um, and then number eight, strategy number, or sorry, seven. <laughs> I'll skip it ahead. Strategy number seven is publish more video content. Yes. Mm, this sounds familiar. It's really familiar. Where have, did we hear have, that before? Have we said this before? I don't know. Have we? <laughs> if you followed us for any amount of time or listen to a podcast at all, yes. we are always on this train. Yes. Publish more, more video. video. Yes. So what that means in your feed, in your um, stories. stories all of it IGTV, IGTV. see <laughs> I'm telling you <laughs> yep we are on the same page for this one but it's you know video is um, Facebook has clearly stated that they prioritize video in the algorithm Instagram has not outright stated it but most experts agree that they probably prioritize video in the algorithm yes um, so it's gonna help you boost your ranking in the algorithm and then it's a chance for you to teach, for you to inspire, for you to show your real personality. Right. Pictures and words, you know, written words could only go so far. Right. But when you get on video, your audience can really start to get to know you. Yeah, and that's huge because, you know, it, it always goes back to do people feel like they really know you when they go on your profile, when they go on your page? Because, yeah. you know, people always post stuff and they'll say, oh, no one will care. Nobody will do anything. But think about in real life. If you know somebody, how much more comfortable are you going up and talking to them versus a complete stranger? Right. Right? So it's the same thing on social media. You're like, why don't I get any engagement? Well, because nobody knows you. Why are they going to talk to you? <laughs> like, you don't do anything interesting, so right. why are they going to talk to you? Yeah, they have to feel like they they know you. And if you want right. them to actually take action, 
whether that be to follow, you know, follow you, um, or not follow you, but like subscribe to your YouTube or subscribe yeah. to your podcast or buy something, you know, yeah. they have to actually feel, they have to trust you and like you and they can't trust you, like you, know you, all those things right? without you getting on video. Very so true. I know it's hard. I know it's awkward at first. I promise one of these days I'll post one of my early videos from like <laughs> social media from Snapchat. Oh my gosh, they're so awkward. Yes. Like, oh but my. you get better. It's true. I looked at my first YouTube video a couple months ago. Oh my God. I was <laughs> cringing. I was like, what on, what are you doing? Yeah. yeah. I was looking away from the camera. I was like, oh yeah. So you need to make sure you do this. And I'm like, oh, but you know, I, it was one of those times where when I posted, I made the video like 10 times and I still hated it. And, you know, my friends were like, you need to just post it and get over it. Yeah. And I did. And, you know, as you go through things, it just gets so much easier. So just like anything, it takes practice. Yeah. And now we're on to number eight. Yes. Yeah, so number eight is posting during peak hours. So peak hours in a general sense of the time. Um, I always think of when people are at work, they're less right. likely to be on their phone, yeah. uh, depending on the kind of job <laughs> you have. But, um, but yeah, so, so in general, that time is a little less um, active but it really depends on your audience too. Yep. Because you're able to see in your analytics, um, you know, when people are on and how often they're on, or not how often, but um, how, like what time frames. Yeah, yeah. And so your Instagram insights, you know, if you have a business account, if you're building a personal brand, you better have a business account. Yes. Um, you can go and see which days of the week are your, is your audience most active and what hours. So it gives you in three hour increments, but check that, test it out, see, but, for your audience, there is probably a time that's the best time to be posting. So yes. Try and follow that. Yes. And then number nine, strategy number nine, and this is one that I even doubt myself on sometimes, but when in doubt, post more often. Yes. Instagram actually penalizes you more for posting not enough than for posting too much. Isn't that crazy? So they want, they want you on their platform. They want your audience on their platform. And so the more you post, the more likely any, everybody's spending more time on there, right? Right. And so, you know, we're not saying post 10 times a day. Please don't right. do that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But, you know, posting every single day, totally fine. Yes. Post some, if you have good content, posting two or three times a day might be okay. If you have enough content, that's a lot of work. Right. But don't, if you have a lot of content to put out there, don't be shy. It's kind of like, what person are you at the party? If you're that person that talks over everyone about your ex-boyfriend and you're like in the group, and you're like, oh my God, he's still here. And he wanted, you know, and you're like over talking everybody then everyone's like, oh, I don't invite that girl back. But then right. if you're the girl that's sitting there and crosses her arms and doesn't say anything, then you're the awkward one. Right. It's like, who are you? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? She's judging everyone. So, <laughs> so, so don't go to either of those two extremes. Exactly. So you've got to be the person at the party that is involved you know, making connections, talking to people, but not crazy. So yep. that's why wow, it comes winning. I don't know where that came from. Yeah, but, but. That's, a good, that's a good example. Yeah. It's taking it into real, the real world, right. right? And that's true. So we always want to compare to the real world. But. Yes. So taking us to number 10 is be yourself. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, you know, th this is something that we preach on all the time, but it's, it's really just taking who you are and constructing it into ways that people can understand yeah. into small bits and pieces of, you know, ways that you can understand and I know for me and probably you too you know we like to talk a lot yeah so it's easy to get on camera and go da -da 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 -da, and then you're like wait hold on this could be 25 stories let right. me <laughs> let me figure out how to condense this yep. <laughs> into yep. the important parts and it's kind of like figuring out the thesis statement of your essay and saying that um so people can understand but they can still follow along with your life you know right 
Right. And so, you know, we started this whole talk with saying that Instagram algorithm is favoring authenticity. Well, yes. the most, you know, proven way to uh, be authentic is to be yourself. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's why Statistic we wanted show. to end up with that tip. But um, so quick summary back down of those 10 strategies of how to outsmart Instagram's algorithm is number one, you want to step up your photo quality. Yes. Number two, you want to craft more compelling captions. Mm -hmm. Number three, harness the power of your hashtags. Number four, go live more often. Number five, keep publishing consistent stories. Number six, run a contest or giveaway. Seven, publish more video. Eight, post during peak off hours. Nine, when in doubt, post more often. And 10, be yourself. Yes. Now, do you need help with this? Have you heard about our online course? It's fantastic. <laughs> it's called From Invisible to Influential. So if you are new to the personal branding game or you're just not getting anywhere really, mm -hmm. you might want to check out our course. Um, you can link to our website, our course from our website, which is in the show notes. And um, it's for anybody who's trying to build a personal brand. And we're going to take you step by step on how to get started. Yes. If you already have a presence and you just need help, kind of planning out and generating your content, getting feedback, learning more about how to create good content. Have you checked out the Creators Club? Love the Creators Club. <laughs> Fantastic way to strategize. So we, you know, we, we try not to like promote too much, but these are two products that we worked really hard to put together mm -hmm. and we feel like we haven't done them justice or you justice in letting you know about it because maybe yes. you don't know. So check out our website, check out some of those things that we can help you with building your personal brand. Mm -hmm. And uh, we thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in to It's a Beautiful Influence today. Did you love this episode? Please subscribe, rate, and give us a review. Be sure to connect with us at creatingyouonline.com. Until next time.